Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, you triumphant little climbing frames. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to... Ask the Clever Grown-Ups! Yes, it's the upbeat show for upbeat people. The show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we answer the questions that the kids ask. And then we say, thanks for coming in to the kids, and they go home. And then we go home. Everybody goes home. Not, not to the same home or anything. The kids go to their home. Or homes. I go to my home. I, I go to my home. Separate homes for separate people, living separate lives. Yep. It's a cold and isolated world out there, isn't it? Yes. <sighs> this is bleak. Yeah. Probably not really the upbeat intro we were after, to be honest. No. Really, really bleak. Oof. Sorry, everyone. Okay, uh, let's let's try and put this up. Um, who have we got this week, Harry? Well, Andy, this week we've got Rosie and Dylan, two tiny little know-nothings who wanted to know all sorts of peculiar things. Roll the tape, whatever that means! Before the bleakness comes back! <laughs> let's have a look. Who have we got then today, please? Hello, I'm Rosie. Hello, Rosie. How old are you? Eight. <laughs> Yeah, it is hilarious. It is number. the funniest age. <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest number because it looks like a fat person with a little head. Yeah, it does. Yeah, or, or like in, infinity fallen over, or like a snowman. Yeah. yeah, it melts away and becomes nine, yeah. doesn't it? That's that's physics. Yep, and already learning. And then who else have we got next to Rosie? Uh, Dylan. Dylan, hello, Dylan. How old are you? Ten. Ten. That's not so funny, is it? Oh, mm. no, that's no. Oh, that's depressed that's really me a bit. Brought now. everyone down. Oh. Ten. It's just like a thin one and then a round one. It's no oh, good. No. I'll say eight again. Cheer everyone up. Eight. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Now say ten again. Oh, What's the point? Oh. <laughs> Have you got um, good questions? Are you ready for learning? Got good questions. Brilliant. Cool. Good. That's that sorted. Question one. Why do onions make you cry? Ah, onions make you cry because there's ten of them. And they're desperately, desperately sad for that reason. Yeah, they grow in tens. Yeah, they only grow in tens. And they're just, oh, there's thin ones, fat one, oh, ten. Oh, it's so upsetting um, that it, it that, that makes you cry. That's why, though, when you buy them at the supermarket, they've broken them up. They've got rid of the tens to try and make you not cry. 
So you buy them in little bags of three often, don't you? Yeah. Or you can just buy them loose. Be careful not to get ten at once. That's yeah, exactly. Depressing. You want to be very careful about that. But the crying of the onions bringing on into your face does not stop there because once you get the onions home, what do they do? They insult and tease you. Mm. And that's why they make you cry. I got an onion the other yeah. day, right? Put it in my kitchen. And then I went and did a painting. And I was painting a picture of a tree that I know. And um, I had the tree come in and sit down for me. And I was painting this. But I thought I did a really great job. About halfway through the painting, and the onion in the corner just goes, that's rubbish. Oh. I was like, no, it's quite... No, he went, no. That's absolutely useless, mate. You got all the leaves wrong. Look at the. Li- I said, hold oh. on, I'm only halfway through. He said, all right, I'll reserve judgment. I carried on with the painting. I got to the end. He went, that's even worse than before. And I started crying. Yeah. They really get to you. Do you know when someone bullies you like an onion? Yeah. And like that's where that saying comes from bullying bully- you like an onion. Bullying you like an onion. Well, that's what it was like because you think, oh, there's, there's no way this guy's going to get under my skin. But they do. They do. Just, just they keep it up. You're no good. You're rubbish. You stink. Look at your head. Yeah. Stuff like that. I did some interpretive dance in my front room the other day. And foolishly, um, the onions that I keep in my front room, I didn't move them. How many did you keep, by the way? Um, nine and a half. Oh, good move. Because yeah. I'm not an idiot. No. Um, and so I was doing my interpretive dance, but I hadn't moved the onions. And uh, I was doing my interpretive dance, and I heard from the corner, you're not going to believe this, what I heard from the corner was... Quite upsetting. What they just they, they tut, sorry, did they say it was quite upsetting or did they just tut? They just tutted. They, do it again. That's not what you want, is it? No. The other day I was playing football. I accidentally won the FA Cup, right? And I beat uh, it was just me on my own against all the teams in the league at once. Right. And I and I won. Wow. I won four nil. It should have been the happiest day of my life, but guess what? There was an onion in the crowd. Oh, guys. Most of the crowd was cheering for me, and that should have made me happy, but all I could hear was this. Well done, you. Oh. It, it was so sarcastic. It was so scathing. Red Karen. onion. It's the red onions it, that get sarcastic. It was it? a red onion. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, dreadful, actually. Awful. So, that, that, so I suppose what we've said really is is how onions make you cry rather than why they make you cry. Have, you, have you ever met an onion? I have eaten one. Have you? Well, maybe that's why they're so upset and cross and take it out on everyone else. So it's your fault. Hey, don't, don't, be, don't be like an onion, I Carrie. can't help it. Don't bully Rosie like an onion. Sorry, Rosie. I'm not the only one. You're not the only what? Onion. <laughs> one who eats the onion. Oh, no, you're not. No, exactly. You're not. You're not the only onion eater no, on the No, you're not the only onion eater. Um, what would you say... If you had an onion here and you... What would you say to an onion about why they're so mean? What would you ask them? I'd say, why are you so mean? Exactly. Why do you have to it's be a good like question. that? Yeah. It's a very good question. They'd just be mean back. They would be, yeah. They'd probably go, I don't know and I don't care. Your face looks like a flannel. <laughs> That's probably what they'd Something say. Like that. Brilliant. Well, so that... does that answer your question? Yes. Wow, cool. Hey, um, that was, a, that was a lovely start and none of us cried even though we were talking about a very sensitive subject. I but, think we've all been very brave. Um, especially brave. I forgot to mention earlier, we have got another child in the studio with Aww. us today. It's our old friend, Anthony, Anthony Plum. Anthony Plum. Hello. Hey, Hello, Anthony. Anthony. Hey. How you How doing? How you doing? You all right? He's a little bit shy. A little bit shy. Yeah. yeah. You, Have you got any questions for us today, Anthony? Hmm. 
No, maybe, maybe, maybe later. Maybe, maybe later. Well, Anthony Plum hasn't so far managed to ask a question during the show, but after the show, he's ever so talkative. Yeah, he's thought of lots of questions. He just hasn't said them into a microphone. I bet he has. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit shy. Yeah. I think he might have been bullied by an onion when he was very young. That's the name of his uh, autobiography. Oh, really? Has he written an autobiography? Yeah, Bullied by an Onion, the Anthony Plum story. Wow. Sorry, Anthony, we're just talking about you like you're not here. um, Yeah, sorry, that's really rude. Anyway, Um, maybe we'll hear from Anthony Plum later. In the meantime, should we go to a question from Dylan? Yeah. Question two. What's the point of wasps? The purpose of wasps is very, very peculiar, and it all dates back to medieval times. Medieval times. Now, King Arthur, have you heard of King Arthur? Yes. He was a very, very famous horse from those times. And he had a big round meadow where Mm. all the other horses would come and gather at night. And that is why it is known as the Night of the Round Meadow. Now, King Arthur was a very intelligent horse and he had some very interesting ideas. And he said we should go and find magic objects from around the world. All over the shop. Yeah. And not even in shops. No, just anywhere. Almost anywhere. They could look in a cave. Oh, in a garage. In a cave inside a garage. In a jam jar. The jam jar inside a cave inside a A garage garage. inside another cave. A little toy garage inside a jam jar inside a cave inside a garage inside another garage. They found loads of stuff there. Oh, loads. So that, that's what they did. They went on these quests for the magic objects. Magic things. Now, of course, King Arthur and his other horses thought it was the medieval times and it was all about them. Who had other ideas? Tell you who. Wasps. Yes. Yes. Now we're learning. And um, the wasps thought, well, we, we got to get those magic objects because I'll tell you what they were a bit like. Do you know Harry Potter? Yeah. yeah. It was a bit like them horcruxes in Harry Potter. When the evil wizard turns himself into a beast, he gets he turns himself into a beast, usually a flea or a panther, and then he breaks himself up into nine magic horcruxes. Nine of them. Nine. So King Arthur nine. and the other... What? Nine. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, Nine. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It's a fairly neutral number nine. Yeah, not like ten. No. Or eight. (laughs) (laughs) Ten's a death. Nine's just the right number for a magic evil wizard. So back in the medieval ages, what was the most evil wizard called again, Carrie? Wasp Mercia. Oh, Wasp Mercia, yeah. He wasn't a wasp. He was half man. Half Mercia. Mercia. He turns himself into a panther. He does, yeah, and he goes... Breaks himself up into nine pieces. Into nine pieces. Including four legs, a tail, the face a bit of back and a couple of other things and he hides himself all over the world and then he issues his mighty challenge which goes like this Ah! I am what's Mercia! I'm broadcasting to you this from a bit of me I'm a panther and then you good wizards who are also horses will never catch me but if you do the kingdom is yours King Arthur and the other horses think brilliant this is our this is our job they yep. put on their helmets they put on their horseshoes and off they go but wagging um, their tails unfortunately who also hears about it The wasps? Yes. The wasps go, right, this is our time. We're going to get the panther. They all go off questing around the globe. Yeah, they they put on their wasp shoes and their armour and they wag their tails and they fly off to find wasp Mercia's bits. I won't bore you with the first eight <laughs> eight pieces. No, oh, but it's a hell of a story. You should read up on it. It's probably A-level yeah, time, though, isn't it? So you've got some time. Don't worry it. about the eight horcruxes. They were evenly split between the horses and the wasps. The ninth bit was the tail. Guess where it was hidden? Birmingham. It was hidden in Birmingham. <laughs> it was. It was hidden in Birmingham, right? Next to a bit of Lego. 
right? No one knew, right? It's true. The horses and the wasps both rumbled it at the same time and they got there and a mighty battle took place. Huge battle on a piece of Lego. Wasps versus horses. Standing on one piece of Standing Lego. Standing on one piece of Lego. And you know, have you ever, have you ever, ever stood on a piece of Lego? Yes. yes. Really hurts, doesn't yeah. it? So it was one of the most painful battles in all of history. Oh. In, oh. Yeah. in fact, it was a pretty even battle. Yeah. 10 million wasps versus 30 horses and on the piece of Lego to get the panther's tail. Shall I tell you what happened in the end? Both sides lost, right? The Lego piece ran off uh, with the panther's tail. And so from that day to this, wasps have been furious. Absolutely furious. Yeah. I like horses way more. Exactly. Mm, exa- yeah, see, that's why you can't ride a wasp. And there you go. That's the purpose of wasps. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Perfect sense. We've yes. done it done again. It. We've done it again. Did you know? The human throat is not a part of the rest of the body, but is in fact an entirely separate organism. A human throat can never be killed, not entirely. And we want you to send us your Christmassy questions. For a special Christmassy episode of Ask, Ask the Clever Grown-Ups. So if you've ever wondered why tangerines are orange. Whether wrapping paper can think. Or why Santa's teeth are so horrid. Then we're the elves to ask. Email your questions to us at askthenincompoops at gmail.com. Or you can tweet them to us at nincompoopspod. <laughs> 
Why is the Milky Way called the Milky Way? Ah, right. So why it's called the Milky Way is billions and billions of years ago... Oh, way back when. Way back when. Come with me on a journey. Across billions and billions of years. Ooh, look, we're passing the past. Oh, and look, there's oh, King Arthur. Look, and there... Oh, it's... his horseshoes. Yeah, he's eating some hay. Yeah. Oh, and let's... Oh, we're going even, even further back. There's a Roman. Oh, I am a Roman man. Romish. Oh, going, going further ro- back. Roaming around. Going even further back. back to the way, time way of, back the to dinosaurs. The time of dinosaurs. Get out of my house. Watch out. Watch even, even further back to when the earth was barely molten rock going even further back than that where it's just the sun and he hasn't even got a hat on because hats haven't been invented where's my hat man where's my hat I forgot my sun cream even though I am the sun until until you arrive, you arrive at Raymond's house. This is where it all began at Raymond's house, right? Who's Raymond? Ah, oh, hold on, let us tell you. Yeah. Before there was time. Before there was time. Before there was before space. Before there was space. Before there, there was a universe. There was Raymond's house. house. And you know what was in Raymond's house? No. Raymond. <laughs> now, was Raymond's house the biggest house there's ever been in the universe, or the tiniest? Biggest? It was the biggest, yeah. Oh, it was the biggest. Well done. <laughs> it was nearly six times as large as a normal house. Yeah, imagine. Ma- massive. Imagine. Un- unthinkable. How tall was Raymond then? He was only three inches tall. Yeah. Mm. So for him, it really was a massive house. It was enormous. I mean, for us, it was a big house, but for Raymond... Too oh, big. Oh, he didn't actually get to every room. And he was very lonely as a result. Yeah. Do you know the only thing that lived with him there? What? It was an onion. Yeah, so he was really sad. Yeah, hugely depressing. So imagine that the whole universe, because it's true, started with a gigantic house about six times as large as a normal normal house, house. a tiny man called Raymond, three inches tall, and an onion onion. who who laughed at him and was actually quite a lot bigger than him, so could roll over him if it got the chance. So what Raymond did was started working out. He'd do press-ups, and he'd do sit-ups, and he'd do pull-ups, and he'd do chin-ups, and he'd do seven-ups, and he'd do mash-ups, and... (laughs) Eventually, he got strong enough to pick up the onion. Yeah. He lifted that onion that was twice the size of him. He lifted it about a quarter of a millimetre off the floor. I know, I know. You should look shocked. It's unimaginable. And what did he do with it? And what he did with it, he shoved it. And he shoved it out of the front door of Raymond's house. And because Raymond's house was the only thing that existed, because it was so enormous... He pushed this onion out of the front door. Into nothingness. And it, into nothingness. And it burst Ugh. and it became the Milky Way. It's quite coincidental that you started off asking about onions. And we've actually now found that the very Milky Way itself was yeah. actually formed from formed onions. From what onions. a coincidence is that? Yeah. I mean, as the Buddha said, life is suffering. He didn't realise that was because the universe is an onion. Also, he just stepped on a bit of Lego. There is that. By the way, guess what we just taught you? Not only scientificals, but philosophers as well. Yeah. We've done scientificals from space. Scientificals. from your head brains. From, from, from the, yeah. Right. Um, okay, that's brilliant. We've all learned a heck of a lot there. I think loads. I, I, yeah. Do you know what? Almost I, too much. I didn't realise it, it was possible for me and you, Carrie, to become any more intelligent while we were doing this show, but we've just become a lot cleverer. The very act of talkings mm. has made us supreme. I'm so clever, I've got Googles in my head. I don't even need a computing anymore. I've heard about that. You don't even need a real computer. You can see a doctor. 
cream. I can get a cream. Don't need a doctor. I am a doctor. Don't need a cream. I am a cream. <laughs> How clever are you feeling now compared to when you came in earlier? The same amount. The same amount. That's not bad, oh, yeah. by, not bad by our standards. Uh, by our size, that's all right, but I think you should listen harder. Yep. What about you, Dylan? Much, much more clever. Whoa. Brilliant. He was more clever already. Oh, well, that's the kind well, of insult that I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, should we have another question? Yeah. Question four. Is it? What is it? Four. Yeah. Four. Cool. Question four. Why are adults in charge? I'm a little bit insulted by the question. I'm very insulted. Because... Hold on, hold on, now I'm over it. I'm all right now. No, 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 hold on, now I'm furious. No, I'm back again. No, actually, no, I'm fine. No, I'm no, I'm not, I'm angry. Hang on. I'm all right with it now. Oh, are you? Yeah, hold on. Are you sure? No. No. No, I can feel the rage boiling up again, actually, Dylan. What a disrespectful question. Unbelievable. I didn't think of the question, Rosie did. Oh, well, don't go blame it. Oh, yes, and now it's Rosie's fault. You're like an onion. Stop bullying Rosie like an onion, Dylan. Wow. You make me sick. Yeah. He's I'm, actually, no, I'm, I'm over it now. I'm he's actually it. done a little bit sick. No, no, I'm okay now. Yeah. I think I was going to do that sick anyway. I don't think that was fury. At, it, no, hold on, it was. Oh, Just no. decide if you're happy and fine with it. Oh, okay. mad. All right, let's work it out. Hold okay, on. Okay, so... Um, um, we ju- hold on, can we just... Yeah, we need, to, we need to talk about this. Um, uh, are you all right, Carrie? I look angry. Look at their faces. And that's because Carrie. I am. They don't even care. They don't even care. They don't even care. They've, they've hurt our feelings. Yeah. I don't think they even know it. They don't know Sorry, I'm I sorry. I don't. Think, I don't think sorry. you mean that. I don't no, think, no, I don't, you don't mean no, that. Give them a chance. All right, try. Do, try do better. Do it better. Go on. We're, We're sorry. sorry. No, I don't think they did. No, mean they didn't it, actually, mean it. Carol. No. No. Wow. I, oh, I'm really hurt. We work our brains to the bone. To the bone. Trying to teach you idiots, and yet you come in here with your right. shoes and your hair, and you look at us like we don't know what we're talking about, and you. Ask why grown-ups are in charge when it's clear, it's clear. because we're cleverer than you. And because we're in charge of our emotions. Oh! Because we can handle our emotions. We're not just like you kids. We don't just, just up and down. Throw tantrums oh. all the time. We don't just go around smashing things ah! up. Ow. So that's that's why. It's because we're responsible, basically, in a nutshell, in a word. Yeah. I'd be very responsible in a nutshell. Look, you've hurt Anthony Plum's feelings yeah. too. See, he's gone all quiet. He was already. He, well, I felt he was about to speak. I, th- I, think, I think he was about to ask I'd us a question, su- but no, he's not going to now. I'd be surprised if we hear anything from him oh, for the rest of this episode now, so Rosie. disappointing. Sorry, Anthony. Um, he doesn't believe you either. No, he doesn't believe you. All right, well... You don't um, want to make him angry. Well, let's see if we can pick, it, pick things up again. Uh, yeah, with uh, the final question of today is possible. Uh, sh- yeah. Look what you've done. You've hurt my face. Every time I try to say fridges, they come out weebleep. Question weebleep, sorry. <laughs> question, question five. Question five. Why are goosebumps called goosebumps? Ah, this is a very ah. interesting story indeed. For this answer, you would need a microscope. You would need a microscope and a woman named Pauline Thatcher because she invented oh, yeah. <laughs> the goosebump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Pauline was a very cold woman, um, both physically and emotionally. And 
she was always quite upset that she couldn't properly let people know this because it was like it was like her main skill it was like her sort of unique selling point was being very cold both physically and, and emotionally. emotionally let's just have a little role play um, okay. Let's imagine, when did she live again, Pauline Thatcher? Pauline Thatcher, uh, she lived in the time of hyacinths. Oh, yes. The time of hyacinths, which we all About know half past was four. half past four in the 17th century. Right. So you're Pauline Thatcher. OK, I'll be, Paul, I'll be Pauline Thatcher. OK, Let's and I'll be, I'll be a man who wants to ask you out on a date. What shall my name be, kids? Jack. Oh, I'm Jack. Do I need a surname just for... Jack Jeff. Jack Jeff, all right. Oh, oh, hello there. Are you that Pauline Thatcher? Yeah. Well, my name's Jack Jeff. Right. I'm uh, I'm a uh, Miller. So I was wondering if you wanted to go out on a date down at the river and that with me. Nope. Oh, all right then. Sorry to have bothered you. So that's what Pauline Thatcher so that's what was, she was like. like. So, you know, she was tricky. She was cold, both physically... And, and emotionally. emotionally. And, uh... and she ne- But she needed a way to show people without actually having to have a conversation. Because as you can tell from the role play, um, she found conversation quite difficult. Yeah, instead of saying no, she said nerp. Did nerp. you notice that? Yeah. Nerp. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which um, she found a bit embarrassing. So she devised a way of letting people know that she was cold, both physically, physically and, and emotionally. emotionally. And the way she did it, because she was about 150 feet tall, she sent a note round to everyone that um, they could talk to her only if there weren't flocks of geese running up her arms. She had geese running up her arms? Yeah, it was just, it was, she, just tra- she trained the geese, right? She was massive. She found some geese, she trained the geese, they'd run up her arms, and that would tell people that she was cold, both physically... And, and emotionally. So that was the signal she gave to people. And then she became um, the ancestor of every human who ever lived since half past four in the 17th century. And so now we've inherited that trait. And if you get like a microscope or a magnifying glass when you're cold, both physically and, and emotionally, you'll see that the little bumps are the shape of geese. And that, my small friend, is why they are called goosebumps. Well, I think we definitely all learned something there. I noticed that when Rosie and Dylan came in, their faces looked a little less intelligent than yeah. they are now. In fact, in Dylan's case, a lot less intelligent. But they're going to be leaving today with massively clever faces. Yeah. So intelligent that even walking down the street, they'll probably win a quiz show. Yeah, at least. So what do you say? Thank you, Andy and Carrie. For making us... For making us, us more, more clever. Exactly. You are welcome. Exactly. Now get out! Get out! Well, there you go. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I've been Dr Carrie Quinlan, Professor of Magnificence. And I've been Professor Andy Stanton, Doctor of Having a Filthy Old Beard on My Face. And you've been listening to... Ask Ask the the Clever Grown-Ups! The Nincompoots was produced by Sam Dane as a Great Big Owl production. Bye! GreatBigOwl.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 